Hello guys, welcome back to the Football Draft Podcast. It's been a while since it's been Ross, Ben and myself in one episode. But we felt like there was no excuses today. Um, a special turn of events, a very controversial turn of events has happened and has broke out over the last 24 hours and we feel like we have to talk about this. And that is of course the new format of the Super League. Um, without further let's get right into it i want to hear you guys' opinions and we can share some of that with everyone so uh, ross you want to kick us off yeah absolutely um let me just start off by saying that it's a very sad day to not only be a man united fan but it's a very sad day to be a football fan um i think what's happened and these new changes are destroying football um it's destroying not only is it destroying the future but it has potential to destroy the past the rich past that has been created by this amazing football club um and a rich history that you know could be up for grabs with these new changes that is the main you know that that's bad enough um you know and i get that people you know some people would say that you know it's a new era of football and that we, we you know we need to move with the times but this is more than just moving with the times this is this is corruption at the highest level. You know, this this is um and, and you heard the quote today um from a source within that sits on the board of a big six club, Sky would reveal who it was, saying that their main point of now don't quote me on this is not exact wording, but their exact um their main point of concern, their top priority was maximizing a profit and their dividends and shares, and second was the good of the game. Like that at all? That should just—that's end of argument. Right. That's you know, Ross. I'm just—I'm just going to stop you there because for for some of those that are listening who might not know what this is about, um, the new Super League. Um, ben, would you like to perhaps explain? What yeah. This is? So it came out uh, just yesterday uh, that this new Super League that I think they were wanting to be planning for a number of years already, um, but they want to. Get basically a new European competition where they'll pull away fifteen permanent members uh, away from the Champions League and Europa League, pretty much. Uh, so there's already twelve members signed up, but once they get the fifteen founding members, they'll be permanent. Uh, they can't be removed from that competition. They can't be relegated or whatever. Uh, and then there'll be five other teams that can uh, qualify annually. So it'll make it a twenty-team competition. And the format of that is that they'll split into two groups of 10 uh, and then it'll just be like uh, a league sort of way. And then the top four teams after the end of that will qualify for the knockout rounds. And then it'll just be similar to the Champions League where it's just eight teams left, knockout football to the winner. And then eventually there'll be a winner. Um, and then the next year there'll be five new teams that could qualify or they could review the five that were already in that from the first time. And they could re- uh, reinvite them back in or um, let them qualify again. So it's it's kind of like a new way of doing knockout football, European football, a new way to get a different trophy. But the whole point of this is that the teams that sign up for it, it they kind of just lose their right to play in the Europa League and Champions League. So it has caused a lot of people to to get really angry and frustrated and they think that this can ruin football long term. And even in the short term, because they want to start it this, they're tr- want to start it this summer in August for the start of the new season. So it, it, it's uh, World World Cup as well, Ben. Um, 
you know the the international prospects for young players going forward it just destroys them so see they they say that you're not you're gonna be banned from the world cup they're not gonna do that how do you know <laughs> no i don't think so what makes you say it's that a, it, it's a threat it's a threat once it goes ahead it, it will lose no one's gonna watch the world cup if all the stars aren't playing but did you not hear what did you not hear what uh perez said Apparently he said that if they're going to ban the players from the World Cup, they'll just create their own World Cup tournament. Exactly. They'll, instead of having a UEFA... Well, it's not called a UEFA World Cup. It's called the FIFA World Cup. They'll just have the fucking Perez <laughs> World Cup. But, like, and let, let me just start things off then. Um, uh, and I want to hear more from you, James, and what you actually think of it. Um, you, I think everyone from the opening two minutes of this podcast, people know how I feel about it. Um, they can probably tell I'm fuming. Um, so I just want to actually hear from you and why, you know, what you think of it generally and uh, and what do you think of these changes? Look, I think that there's a pragmatic way of looking at it, okay? Now, there's also... Uh, saying that you could also be banned from your domestic league if you if you join the well the 15 founding members or the 12 that they currently have i believe will not be able for example arsenal will not be able to play in the premier league anymore and that's all still to be confirmed but i just want you to put yourself in the shoes of an arsenal a manchester united if someone came to you and said hey right we're we've got this new league We've got Barca signed up. We've got Real Madrid, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Bayern Munich have all signed up. Two of two of the top teams from your own league have signed up for this and they're getting a huge pay from this. If you don't sign up, we'll just approach a different team from your league and they'll sign up and take the money and go and join this league. What you'll have left if you don't sign up is play in the UEFA Champions League or Europa League against um, lower opposition sides. You'll earn much less money and you'll be in a league essentially without all the big teams you used to compete with. Do you accept? I, I mean, I understand that argument, but it's not, you know, it's the actual idea and theory of it that I disagree with fundamentally. It's not, you know, it's it's not that I disagree with, oh, because it's a thing, I think United should have gone, oh, do you want? No, no, I'm not going to take that and stood in there. I, I can't say that, you know, I, I'm not in their shoes. I get that, right? Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. But I think fundamentally, it shows... The idea, right? Yeah, and what they're From doing... From Perez himself is what you're saying. Yeah, and what, what they're doing is they're exploiting the the goodness and the will of us as football fans to stay loyal to our football clubs. And, and, and upon doing that, means more, more money for them. There's rumours of a, you know, a, a new player for this Super League that'll be different to the Premier League if we're allowed to play domestically. And it, it just it screams more money for them and you know you heard the quote i, I told you at the start it's, it's about money that's all that's always been the priority for those as board members and i mean this is not a new thing we all know this has been cooking um for for the, for the past five years anyway at least so you know it, it just it, it's corruption of the highest order and it just shows the way the game's going i hope you know and it's sensationalism really isn't it you know it's it's um it's the desire for to see all, big clubs always playing big clubs that's not what football's about it's about struggle and you always hear about oh can you can you stick it uh, against stoke on a tuesday a wet tuesday night or you know rain on tuesday night you know 
th- that's the beauty of football. It's playing the, the terrible games to get to the semi-finals to play the big teams. It's taking the fundamental, um, what we love about football, out of the game. And it's it's destroying it. The, the idea is stemmed from making money. But like, if they could find an idea where um, United are playing Sheffield United on a weekend, that's that for some reason makes them more money than United playing at PSG, of course they'll do it. But here's the thing. Everyone, including the Premier League, the BT, Sky Sports, everyone is in it for the money. All The reason why there's so much backlash from the Premier League, FA, etc. against this idea is because, essentially, they can't take their own medicine. They're jealous that someone else has found an idea that is making them more money than they could ever think of. Remember when the first game back from the pandemic, I think it was Burnley against Sheffield United, where they wanted to charge... Um, each fan £14.99 to watch a bloody game. Yeah, and, and Project Big Picture and, and, and things like that that they've tried to do in the past, I don't agree with them either. You know, I, I don't agree with those either. And Liverpool trying to charge um, £77 for football games for people that were local to Anfield. Like, I get all that. But I'm not advocating any of them. I'm, you know, I'm fully... Uh, I get the people that are in for the money and people see... Um, you know how much money there is in football, but I just feel these the um Florentino Perez and and Glazers, they're they're trying to exploit exploit the goodness of us as fans to go and follow our football clubs to get more money from us to exploit us more and creating this new Super League off the back of it. That that's the ultimate aim. Now I get what you mean about the fact that there are you know it isn't everyone else in it for the money, but the difference with this is that it it's trying to exploit us further and it's. I, I, I don't know, it's taken, I love the Champions League and I love the Europa League and the European competitions is, ulti- is the ultimate prize, like domestically is, is great as well and the Premier League is the best league in the world, but I think that it's actually, it, it's just sensationalism, it's just trying to um, get us to play against the big teams every week and it's taken the pure joy from football, you need, and it's like life, you know, you need to suffer through the bad times to know what the good times mean and how good they actually are. If 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 you're living a life with nothing but good, you'll get bored of it. You know, what's exciting? What's it, what, tell me what is exciting about playing PSG one week, um, or, or playing Real Madrid the next, and Barcelona the next, and Liverpool the next, and and just keep going with big teams against big teams. Surely that to me anyway, that doesn't excite me. That you know what excites me is knowing that. There is a potential to play some of those teams, but it's not going to happen every year. That's why, you know, the likes of United against PSG, 2-1, Rashford's penalty, meant everything. You know, that that wouldn't mean half as much if that was a, you know, a midweek game that, oh, you knew next week you were playing Real Madrid. It just takes the pure joy and fundamental fun out of football and turns it into a money-making scheme that takes the joy out of football, takes the soul out of what we know as football and is taking it in a completely different direction. It's all centred around money. I don't think it's going to be as bad as that. How, how? Why would it not be as bad as that? What you know? What? What am I saying that's wrong? I don't. I don't know um, your your knowledge of the NBA, but the NBA is like that, and people love the NBA. They play the same teams over and over again each season. They have the Eastern and Western Conference leagues, where um, so that's like essentially your Super League ten teams and then the other ten teams. So that's like your Eastern and Western, and then yeah. you have the playoffs where the top four go in, go in and play knockouts. But but no harm to you, James. We're not the NBA. We're the Premier League, and no one else does it like us. That is the joy as well. It's individual. It's unique. 
you know, and um, I heard someone in Sky today chatting about how members of the board and these American guys have no idea, um, they can't wrap their head around the relegation element of the Premier League and why teams get relegated. And, you know, and it may seem like a foreign concept to them, but that's that's the beauty of the Premier League, man. That's that's why we love it every year. And, um, you know, and we love to see people uh, like Norwich there most recently getting promoted from the championship back into the Premier League. It's the joy of football. You know, they are trying to take it in a different direction that no one wants to see. And I saw today um, bots being created seemingly by, you know, um, this Super League to try and bump it up. No one is behind this. Ex-players, fans. No. So I don't see why we have to move in this direction. It's only the owners that are taking us in this direction. And all of us are fighting and screaming to keep it the way it is. And I don't see, I don't see what's moral about that. I really if- don't. The founders still get well. All the teams in the Super League still get to play in their domestic leagues. Would that change your opinion? No, not at all. Um, because what you're, um, I can't remember the journalist for the life of me. I should, I should have picked up his name. Um, but what he said is that, and and what the Super League have said themselves is that if they are allowed to stay in the Premier League, that the Super League will be the priority. So that league games you'll be playing, you know your your B teams and your. You know, against the like, you know, what what game's going to matter more, Real Madrid in midweek or West Brom at the weekend? Do you know what I mean? And it's it, it's the addition of both of them that that, that just uh, destroys what we love about football. Um, you know, and I just think with the likes of yourself, James, and I don't mean no offense and no harm to you, like, but Arsenal have been terrible this season, and I just think this Super League is a get out of jail free card allowing them to play at a higher level when really teams like Leicester should be playing in your place or even West Ham and bigger teams that deserve a Champions League spot. That's just being ripped from them. And and again, that's just destroying what we know as football and turning it into something completely different. I see no... Uh, I, I, that's no, not Ross, wrong. Ross, Ross, Ross. Why that's would I just be completely thinking wrong. that when Arsenal were on route to win the Europa League and get into the Champions League this year anyway? Uh, I, do you know what? Uh, no, not at all. Because these are terrible no but anyway that's a different discussion but i i know you get what i mean and i get what you mean but that's not where i'm coming from if ours if this was if this was five years ago where arsenal qualified for the champions league 20 years in a row i would still be saying the same thing i don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be and why then do, do, do you do are, are, are you happy with this decision are you happy with the super league it's a mixture of if i were in the owners of arsenal's shoes I'd probably yeah, but you're I'd, not. I'd, I'd accept, I'd accept the invitation to the league because you're like the not accepting it is so much. But James, worse. you're an Arsenal fan. You can only speak as an Arsenal fan, and as an Arsenal fan, I'm asking you: Do you want the Super League to happen? Look, if the Premier League could come up with an idea that would make them money as much as this, they'd do it as well. The only reason. So, so why do you want this? Do Do you want these um these owners to have more money in their pocket? Uh, through this new super is that what you're on board with or what exactly is intriguing about the super league like what is it you get to you get to see your your team play against the biggest teams every week yeah and yeah and i get the not sorry and i know ben was about to speak there and i'll bring you in now but the novelty of this will wear off in two years max you know it, it could wear off in a year or so people are going to get sick of this you know, there's a reason why football has lasted as long as it has. It's because you don't play these teams every week. It's it's like they don't understand how 
English football works and they're trying to turn it into American I football. I think you're over exaggerating what like the the lost or the uh, what you call it, the love for football is going to diminish simply because you're playing the same teams every week. I don't think that's the case. I think in ten years' time we're gonna we're gonna love football as much as we did um now when, when Super League wasn't a thing. <laughs> I mean, there will be there will be people who will like it from ten years now. I guarantee you that'll I, not be me. I think there'll be people who will literally stop watching football. I, I think that will happen, but I also think there will be people who have never watched football in their life start watching football. I think it's it's just taking it in a different direction to like. There's a certain element of change that's good, um, you know, and and that's like life really and i get that and we need to move with the times but see this element of this is this is far too drastic for what english football represents and for what we love about it and i i'm just baffled that you want this to happen and i i get the, i get the novelty of playing big teams every week but that is not sustainable for for years to come that that you know that's not what football is about you have to play the the wee teams to know how monumental playing the big teams is and sorry um on that note uh, just before you speak james ben what were you going to say there before i kind of interrupted you yeah i was just going to say but the but the super league how it does kind of defeat the purpose of of like the meaning of the big games like the beauty of the big games is that you're playing against teams that you never ever normally play against and it gives you a chance to see how you play against the best of the best and then if if you lose then it could be a couple of years or three years that you play them again and say you compete again after that and then in terms of this season it gave the chance of teams like Leicester and West Ham to play against the likes of Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Bayern Munich but now that like it's just been taken away from them so it's like all this hard work and the time they've spent rebuilding their squad under Brendan Rodgers and David Moyes it, like all that work that they've done is like just been taken away from them because their aim yeah. is to build them up to this level of team to qualify for European competitions to play against the best of the best and now they can't they just can't anymore Ben you're 100% right man and you know uh, the likes of Arsenal they're <clears throat> sitting in ninth place get a get out of jail free pass to, to play these big teams when they haven't earned it you know they haven't earned the right to play at this higher level yet they've bought their way there and that just shows the absolute corruption of these teams. I'm not disregarding that. They're, you you said you no, want it. You I, said I you do, want I it. Do want, I do want <laughs> it, but I'm not saying that it's perfect. Like, you look at... Um, there was rumours of Dortmund rejecting the proposal. Um, and that essentially what will what will happen from that, most likely, is their best players, biggest players, are maybe going to like want to move to a team who are playing in the Super League. Like you said, Brendan Rodgers building a great squad at Leicester. A lot of those players might now want to leave because they'll get paid way higher wages for for one. They'll <laughs> uh, and they and they want to be in the Super League because otherwise they'll be left in a in a domestic league where all the top six teams are gone, qualifying for UEFA competitions where um, they'll be playing teams um, that they've maybe not even heard of. But 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 that but does that not destroy one of the main things that I like in football anyway from a player is is loyalty. Loyalty to a team that they could have loved from being a child or they could have played for a long time in their career, but all of a sudden when a new money-driven competition comes into play, all they care about is moving to another team to get that more money. Like For, for me, that just destroys. There will be players that will stick with their team no matter if they're in the Super League or not, and that's, that, you know, that's admirable, but there, there inevitably will be players that move because of the higher wages. So 
I, I will posit the question to you both, and I'm particularly interested in what James thinks here, but do you not think the Super League creates more polarisation in, in, a, in a life um, and in a time where we need more unity and we need people to come together more? Do you not think that it's really sad that the only thing we can come together on as fans is how much we hate the Super League, but how much polarisation there is between the top elite Super League teams and the teams that don't have the money to get there? So what you're saying, the timing is wrong because we're coming out of a pandemic where everyone should be united together. This would be wrong five years from now, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not even talking about the pandemic. That, that is a separate issue. Timing-wise, it's horrible, but I'm not even talking about that. Uh, five years from now, five years previous, it's, it, it just creates more polarisation when, um, y- you know, w- there is obviously a gap in the... the w- that's why we're known as the big six. You know, there is obviously a gap between the top six teams and the rest of the 14. I get that. But in a time where, you know, you need more unity with clubs and the likes of Leicester there coming up and, and, and West Ham, who could be challenging to be known as part of the big six, you know, this just cements the big six as, oh, you know, the elite clubs of England and the rest can go and fight between themselves. It, I, I just think it creates far more division in a time where we really need unity within clubs. The perfect scenario would be if, for me anyway, if the Super League carries on and teams can still play in their domestic leagues. I don't think it would be a case of like playing your A and B team in in the Super League match and then playing your like C team and academy players in the domestic league. I don't think it would be like that. Also, with with the Super League, right, um, and with the fact that the teams participating in the Super League obviously won't play in the Champions League and Europa League, their league positions to them won't really matter that's, anymore. That's that's a very big issue because even if they are allowed to play in their domestic leagues, let's say the top six finish in their respectively top six positions, what the, what the fuck happens because they can't qualify for the Champions League? It's the only thing Leeds and West Ham and Leicester have to fight for is to win the Premier League. Is that the only thing they have to fight for? Because obviously the Champions League, you know, clearly if it, you know, it might not go ahead... Without these teams, does it go ahead? Does it not? What happens? What you know? What, what's? I'll, I'll be honest here and also make a point and say that I could be complete. Well, according to you guys, I am completely deluded to think that Super League is a good thing. But a bit of me also kind of just wants a bit of change, to be honest. Ben mentioned there, or maybe it was yourself, um, about the perfect scenario. The perfect scenario is the way things are. Like I get the times we need to call for change. But what has been so wrong with this format? You know, there hasn't been teams excluded, really, from fighting in Europe um, and that haven't deserved to be there. This only goes to further emphasise that. So, So what actually, you know, what are the benefits? Apart from playing big teams more, even though we'll all get sick and tired of that. Apart from that, what benefit, and obviously the financial side, having more money, you know, uh, to buy bigger players, and I don't know, man, this just feels like a really terrible game of manager mode on FIFA, (laughs) like, you can just buy whatever players you want, you get so much money, you can buy with your wee FIFA coins, uh, uh, like a a, a cash out, or like someone's bought the club, oh, we're going to invest 200 million in you, spend whatever you want. This just seems like a massive real life game of that, um, where you know, and so much, so many millions has been given to these clubs. They can spend it whatever the way they want, and it just see, uh, big corruption, um, 
greed. And that is the most telling quote today about a member of the board saying that finance is number one and the good of the game is second. That that I don't really think, James, and I know you're all for this Super League, but you can't, you can't argue with me that that's not morally wrong, really. Even if all of this goes horribly wrong, or if this goes, if it will, when it goes horribly, I want to, I want, I want to, I'm here for, like, even if it goes horribly wrong, I, I want to see it. I want to see what, no, no, no. <laughs> for the purpose of the podcast, I've just put my head in my hands and I'm baffled I want, I by want, James' statement there. I want, I want. Keep going, James, I want go on. to be. Keep digging that hole, we're, go on. Like, we're, guys, we're witnessing history right now. It's terrible. Do you know what, do you know what else was history? World War Two. It was terrible. I, I want to, I, I want to see, I want to see how the clubs, how UEFA, how the FA, how all the institutions are going to then come back together in like three years time and work this out. Arsenal, United, Tottenham, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool could all be playing in the fifth tier of English football in three years time. Why do you want to see that? Why do you want to see that? Do you want to see all your players leave Arsenal and you'll become an even worse team than you already are? Which, I mean, I don't really think is possible, but it could happen. Do you really... Look, James, seriously, and sorry Ben, I'm interrupting you again. Well, James, well, do, you, well, do you seriously well, well, want to well, see that? Speak. No, 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 sorry, sorry Ben. James, do you seriously want to see Arsenal relegated to the fifth tier of English football, do you? Only chance you can get a trophy is when they win the leagues to come back um. up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ben. Love to see it. Come on, come on. Answer me, Imagine James. If, like, do do you want to see five, that? The five teams at the top six work their way back up to the first tier and fucking Tottenham are like left in fifth tier football. <laughs> I mean, it's hardly going to be Tottenham, lad. But anyway, um, I, I, answer my question. Do you want to see Arsenal think, play in the fifth tier I don't think of English happen. football? You're not answering my question. Do you want them to play in the fifth no, tier of English football? I don't fucking want to see Arsenal in... Well, then why are you for this English Super League? Because I just... I think something huge, good or bad, is going to come out of this. But at the end, at the very end of this, in five years' time, people are either going to come together and realise, okay, this is where we went wrong and this is how we're going to improve this. The Super League format was a bit dumb, but here's an alternative version and here's what we learned from it. Maybe once every two, three years, we're going to have a Super League... Um, that's going to be conducted throughout the summer. Oh, so this is the best way to do it. Or maybe they then come to realise, okay, there's no point banning these players from the World Cup because it's not going to work. You can play in the World Cup, but then play in the UEFA Super League um, every four years where all the teams are going to get reviewed and see who gets to get in. Something like that. Yeah, but if, but, but if you want a new format, they're, they're already going to be doing that with the Champions League in three years' time. They're, look, they're already looking at finding a new format to make it more exciting, more entertaining, and make it a, a uh, better way. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, Bruno Fernandez has come out and said something. He's the first active, well, in the Premier League anyway. Dreams can't be bought. That is the perfect quote for for this. Dreams cannot be bought, and that is exactly what these corrupt owners are trying to do. They're trying to buy dreams, and. Uh, manufacture these magical moments to suit them and put more money in their pocket and ultimately James you can't say that the Super League offers anything else no, but that it, it, corporate all, all the Super League is is corporates trying to earn more money 
that's not, that's that's all it is but that's all everyone else has been doing and oh, the super league uh here the guy fiorentino perez is it is that how you say his first name fiorentino perez it is yeah all that's happened here is he's found a way to make more money than anyone else could think of and they're jealous of that but but at least when the other uh i don't know uh like you fifa whenever they try to do it they shall try to do it with the sole purpose of the enjoyment of the game first like they don't care. Like of course they want to make more money, and that's they've done. They they found a way with the Champions League, Europa League, stuff like that. Where yes, they're going to make more money, but they're also going to make sure that the football comes first. The enjoyment of the game, the entertainment of the game, the excitement of the game, the love of the game comes first. But with the Super League, it's all money first, football second, and that just defeats okay. the purpose of, okay. of what it is. Ben, you're a hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. You can't. You can't tell Perez to go shove your idea up your ass. So he's proposing this idea. You, 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 we're all, well, Ross and Ben are clearly saying that Perez shouldn't have come up with this idea in the first place because it's just money driven and ruins football. Okay. Well, pragmatic view is he has come up with this idea. You have to put yourself in the shoes of your football club. Do you accept or not? Part of, I mean, listen, man, you've, you've said that today on the pod i i get what you mean but personally for me i am not ed woodward i am not the glazers and i cannot make a comment about what i would do in that situation because i get your point and i get the fine i get the benefits there's two two main benefits is, is you know the the idea of elite football and the idea of more money i get that you know united have struggled with finances in recent years we've spent a lot not in the right places um and i get that but ultimately, I th- I really think that um, money is the ultimate convincer here. And it's that greed to have more money that's tearing the soul out of, out of football. And no matter whether you would accept it in that position or not, ultimately, if, if, if you, James, were um, your fella for Arsenal, I can't remember his name, um, you, you, if you were him, I, I wouldn't like you either. And, um, you know, and I... To me, if I was Ed Woodward and I made that decision. Yeah, but Ross, you're fuming. You, you, you so-called said you're fuming. You're pissed off at this thing. Yeah. Who, who are you pissed off at? Who are you pissed off about? The owners. Owners for their corporate the owners, greed. The owners of the and football the way the, the owners of the, uh, the upcoming Super League? Both. The, well, they are both. I mean, I mean, Joel Glazer is the owner of Man United and he's also co-chairman of the Euro- European Super League. Why, why are you pissed off at your owners? Because would you do anything different? Would you would you decline? I mean, I would like to think so. I would like to think that ultimately it would be the it would be no hold on hold on James. I would like to think that it would be the good of the game first, and then thinking about finances second, and that's ultimately not where their heads at. So really, asking me that question, if I had that mindset with the good of the game and finances second, which I would like to think I have, if I were lucky enough to be an owner of a football club, that would be I would say no, because. I, they know the repercussions of their decision here today. They know what this is, what influence this is going to have, and they know how fans feel about it. So, to me, really, me looking at that, and obviously, I have no experience in that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, but that, that would be I my think, answer, really. And you know, see, we're we're saying it's is because these clubs are owned by a bunch of rich corporates. I think if you put a bunch of if you, I think if you put a football fan in charge of these clubs, the result would still be the same. The result would still be the same because if Perez approached you saying that we've got these, 
We've got Barca, Madrid, Inter, AC, Bayern Munich, Juventus, uh, Liverpool, Man City, all signed up for the Super League. Here, uh, Mr. Manchester United, do you accept? But there, the core difference, though, was Man United and Arsenal were the two first clubs in it. Because Stan, because Stan, because Stan Kroenke was um, Perez's right hand man in this. Do you know? So that argument of being presented as like all other clubs as a convincer. Oh, we've got all these other ones. Why don't you join as well? I and really, you've no other choice because you'll not be facing them in, in other competitions, and you'll be excluded from this. That's not a convincer, really, because Man United seems to be like, oh yeah, money making, love it, and they signed up. So re, you can you can maybe argue that with I I don't know who was the last to sign up there. I don't Schalke, I believe, is a, a recently new one, um, but you know. I, I just think it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we're being forced into this position where money comes first and the good of the of the game comes second. We're acting as if UEFA has been acting all ethical in the past decades. Oh man, I'm not saying that. Oh God, no. I'm not saying that You know they've always been ethical. But what I'm saying is this takes the cake. This is the crown topper on UEFA's decisions. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what, no, this is the crown topper on... Uh, corporate greed and and the, I'm not saying none of this has ha- not happened in the past, but I just think that it's it's a real pity that we're moving into somewhere now that's it's more drastic change off the back of corporate or uh, corporate greed and you know the rich get richer. That that's all I'm saying. I I really hate it and it it I um I got a bit emotional about it last night. Um, thinking about how that how much is going to change the way we all view football and. Uh, and how much is it going to change my love of the club? Um, you know, arguably, I, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if Ollie walked out right now. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't encourage it, but because I want, I want to still support my club because I love them. But ultimately, if Ollie walked away, I'd fully back him. That that's that's where I stand on it, and obviously, same for Jurgen Klopp or any other manager that might do the same. That's that's where we do are. Do you think there's a reason behind like why? Not much care was gone into like Tottenham or Liverpool and Arsenal's like poor seasons because they they knew that this was coming all along anyway. I think it's got to have a factor in it. Yeah, but but they're but they're also against it, so surely they wouldn't they wouldn't care about that. Every single every single manager and every single player so far has come out and said that it's completely wrong. So even if they knew about it, the players wouldn't care about oh no matter where we finish we're going to get in this competition anyway they, they would want to finish as high as we want because they don't want to be in that competition at the end of the day the players themselves um so i don't know it just it, it just defeats the whole the whole purpose of, of fans that this is what it's happened like they they've not thought about the fans or about any supporters from any club or even even the coaches and the players of any club they've just thought about this new format that it could it could work. I mean, it probably it's will not work. Perfect, but I think there will be something similar that to come out of this if it goes wrong. Anyway, I just don't. I just don't see why we need this experimentation. I don't see why now. And I, I mentioned earlier, and I wanted to talk about it, especially the timing of COVID and people losing their jobs, um, and so much financial hardship, um, that suddenly we're moving into something now that's all about those who are rich getting richer. And taking away um, a, a thing that all of us have left 
um, you know, w- with COVID r- um, tearing away our ability to actually be there in stadiums and to, to, to witness the game live, um, that idea of taking that soul further out of out of the game is just awful. Uh, I, th- I think it was Carragher and his um, Jimmy Carragher and his um, um, article in the Telegraph was saying about uh, you know the John Henry and their owners uh, seem to want their uh, stadium to stay empty because that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're um, they're allowing Liverpool Liverpool fans to walk away from this new change in football you know we, there was really um there was black and white signs outside Anfield today saying that we LFC fans we strongly oppose I know Jurgen Klopp himself is against this he said it openly exactly so so and, and that's just me ultimately James I see exactly where you're coming from I see exactly why it would be intriguing to accept this offer but I don't agree that you can just come back from this and go back into the Premier League if this doesn't work. That's that. That's another problem I have with your argument, that this is, to me, feels like irreversible damage to the Premier League's relationship with its clubs. I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm in agreement with the Super League in a more pragmatic view than me saying, I think this is a fantastic idea. Like I'm saying that if I were in the shoes of these clubs, you'd be stupid to not accept because you'd literally be left in the dust. But it seems to be, it seems to all be trial and error. But with with the consequences that could come from if it fails, and it probably will fail uh, at the end of the day, like the damage to all these clubs is going to be huge to the point where it's like it wasn't even worth it. Like it's stupid to try to say trial and error, but to make all these clubs commit hundred percent in, where they'll no longer be in uh, the UEFA competitions. I just think it's. I just think it's stupid. I, I think, I think they're just jumping into this far too quickly without having a solid plan and actually knowing whether it would work or not. They're just, they're just thinking, oh, we'll get the money regardless of if it fails or not. The thing on that is, I'm disappointed in how they have come to the conclusion that this is the best way to do it, because there have been talks. I remember uh, watching an interview by Arsene Wenger himself in 2009, saying that there will be a Super League coming in the next 10 years. So this has been in the plans for a decade now. I'm, d- I'm disappointed that this is their final product, you know? I-, I thought it would be a bit more perfected than this and be a bit less controversial. So what what would you recommend then, James? What, what would be your finished product? I don't know, mate. If I had an idea, I'd be Paris himself. But I, I do think... I-, I-, I, am in- I do think something like this would be good. Yeah, so... But that's not what we were talking about. What you have said on this podcast now that you are for this the yeah. Super League. I would it not be fair to say that you are for the idea of a Super League, just not this one. Correct. But I am also for the Super League in a more in a pragmatic view as well. But when you said before about being for this mm. Super League, did you mean that or did you not? I did. I did. But for this one, it's in a more pragmatic view and me having to put myself in the shoes. But, but explain that. What do you mean by in this one in a more pragmatic view? What like do you mean? You have to accept if Paris came to you and said these teams have signed up and you're going to get half a billion fucking dollars to join. Um, if you don't accept your Champions League, your Europa League competitions are pointless because all the big teams have already signed up. And your domestic league is also fucked because the top 
six teams have signed up. What what are you gonna do? Oh, and by the way, here's here's your um five hundred million dollar signing on bonus. I mean, it's just all very greedy. It's all about money. Um, and I I mean, listen, I would never rule out that I would never ever get on board with the idea of a super league. I I would never rule that out. But I I. I am just a, such a traditional football fan, and maybe that's my downfall. Maybe that's where you know. But there's you know that idea of keeping things the way they are. I don't see the need for this immediate change. I and as Ben rightly said, however, we seem to just be uh, jumping right down at the deep end. You know, we're, this isn't a phased thing. This is not uh, you know. Oh, they're gonna trial and test it and see. They haven't said that this you know starting in August is gonna be on a trial basis to see how it goes that you know it's the real none of that thing. it's the real thing it's, <laughs> it's we're just okay right we're starting this european super league now uh Aukies are getting 500 million uh you're going to face like no more fa cup no more carabao cup no more champions league no more europa league no more premier league no no she wouldn't need that anyway no no it's grand um and then uh and that's where we are it's just an absolute shambles it spits in the face all football that, fans. In that aspect, I'm like they've handled this so so poorly. Like, yeah, and I, I you know, I, I just I really like. Do you do you James? Do you really see the need for this change? Like, what is it about right now that you think? Oh yeah, we needed a super league uh, where all the big teams face each other and you get more money. Do do you genuinely see the need for this right now in the midst of a global no, the pandemic? Timing is awful. The time. Yeah, exactly. Do you the, know what I mean? I mean, regardless, regardless, like timing is awful because of this year, and the timing is awful because on a week by week basis as well, because the Europa League is still running, the Champions League is still running, the domestic league is still running. That's another thing. Uh, United are so close to their first trophy in what what it'll be four years, and there's a potential now for a a, a Roma versus Villarreal final. Like, give me a break. And our PSG could be crowned Champions League winners by default. Like, how, how could you announce this knowing that you could... Be, like, they know that UEFA's standpoint on this when they announced it. They knew that they were going to get banned before they announced it. Of course they did. They expected the backlash because they want it. Because they want to create controversy and they want more money in their pockets because they're all greedy. Why, why before the season ends, though? Why before... Because they wanted to start in the summer, clearly. They, they want to get a, a head start on this to get all the summer the summer viewers, people before I, they get back to work. I think I know work. what it is. They, the, the Super League clearly had a disagreement with um, all the other institutions like UEFA and basically said, you know what, fuck you. Um, we're going to end your competition early. There's not going to be any winners for you this season and we're going to go fuck off to the Super League. Yeah, well, th- I mean, that's a, that's a fair enough argument. Um, but... Like, and you saying all this now, and this is the first thing we've actually had a reasonable, like, we actually agree um, on this podcast, so that's very good. But with all that in mind, do you still believe that the Super League this, and what this is, is the best thing for football right now? Do you think this is football moving in a good direction? Do you think this is, do you, are we, are we progressed? Is football getting better? Is this going to be good for young football fans coming up and watching football for the first time? Is this the best thing I, for I football? I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. Like, I know, but do you think it's the best thing for football? 
but I, I am for the Super League. Okay. I, I am okay. for the Super League. So why are you for it if you don't I'm believe not, that it's the best thing? I'm not for the football? final product and the idea itself. But you said you said that you were for the Super League. I asked you that and you said yeah. So if you if you're for the Super League, why do you not think it's the best thing for, for football? I think it's the best thing that each the top six clubs had on offer. I think you'd be ridiculous to reject the Super League if they proposed that to you. You'd be you'd be You'd be off your complete head. But surely. I mean, yes, yes, yes. In, in an ideal world, you can be like, you know what, Paris, up yours. Go away for five years and perfect your Super League, then come back to me. But <laughs> in, in, a, in a world of free speech, you can't tell a Paris to shove his idea up his ass. Yeah, but despite all that, man, I just think that you thinking that this is the best... Are you thinking that you're I am, for the Super general, League? I am for a Super this League, format? I think right now it's very raw. And, and I can't believe that they released it at this time. Yeah, but do 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 you think it's the idea of a Super League in general? Is the war is do you think like if an improved Super League? Do you think I'm, that's I'm, the best absolutely. thing for football? Why? Because it's entertainment. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. We are. Are are you not currently entertained with the way football <laughs> What's is that right mean? now? Are, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, gladiator. No, but seriously, like, are are you are you in the words of Russell Crowe? Like, are are you not entertained by football at the minute? Like, well, no, like take Arsenal out of it, take Arsenal out of it because they're not entertaining to watch. But you know, are are you not entertained by football in general right now? So that you feel like a Super League in in the future, and obviously now starting this summer, do you think that's the you know? Do you think that'll be more entertaining and will subsequently be, be I think better? Some for form of Super League will enhance my entertainment on football. Yes, I do. Yeah, but I, I, I ain't backing it. I will never back anyway for Super League organized by this group of individuals that they certainly have. I don't think they should have the authority to set up a competition like this, pull away these clubs from the UEFA competitions. I just, I just don't, I can't get my head around how they have the power to do that. On that note, you know, like, are you not? Is the um is the European competitions that we have not entertaining enough? So that so, what what are the main factors for you really that is you know what 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 improves for you for the Super League? It, do do you believe that the increased finance will help clubs first and foremost? No, it's not even the it's not it's not enough it's got nothing to do with the fact that oh now Arsenal can maybe sign the likes of Haaland and Mbappe. It's got nothing to do with that. I genuinely think a Super League will will be. An entertainment. I don't think it would be a good thing on a year per year, like on a yearly basis. I think that I think that will ruin the whole um, thing. Like you said, you've got to have like the downs to like, enjoy enjoy the positive side. Like if you had a World Cup every year, imagine that. Like the World Cup wouldn't mean shit. But the only reason why people are looking at it, at the Super League and thinking, "Oh, that'll be great," PSG one week and then Real Madrid the next, it's because it's a novelty because we don't have it now. But in, in three years, when we've had three years of the Super League, you will look at PSG as, oh, we're, we're facing PSG this week. Oh, God. I, I can't wait for Liverpool, because obviously Liverpool will always be a good game. You know, but that type of game will be what we look forward to. You know, PS, we'll look at PSG like they're West yeah, Brom. People don't, you know, people don't get bored of watching LeBron James against James Harden every year in the NBA. I, I Not... I. I, when they when they meet, however many times a year they do, you know it's not you know it, it, it's not more than I don't know how many times I don't really watch it, but do you know what I mean? Like that idea of 
constantly facing teams far more than we do takes the novelty out of facing them um you know occasionally i mean you, you know with this new super league format you don't get the magic of that night in paris rashford you don't get the the magic of the comeback liverpool versus barcelona the uh, corner taken quickly Origi. you you don't get that you, you don't, it's not as special it's just a normal game in this normal league full of elite clubs and i say elite in air quotes because they're not elite when the league when the league form when the league when the leagues form itself you're going to get the so called lesser of like the great teams and then that that's essentially going to be like your your lesser teams in the Champions League. So, an answer, uh, genuinely, just to enlighten me, because I, m- maybe I'm getting it wrong, but, um, like, so there is no rejection, or, rejection, hear me, there's no relegation in the Super League. With the founders, with the 15 founders, I, I'm not too sure what, what the deal is with the five annual participants. That's a bit confusing, like... I don't know, man, I... I just think it's so needlessly confusing in a time that has already been so been so confusing and polarizing with COVID. I just think I just find it funny how it seems like a group of like five, like four or five guys have set up and like made a website, made a Twitter account, and got these big clubs to sign up. It's like it's it just it it you know it's like it's like something you know we could do. Did you see their Twitter? I think their Twitter um ad is like um. TSL <laughs> comms. Oh man, I, I just, I, I just think that it's destroyed. And I know we need to wrap up here soon, but I just think that it's, it's really taking the, the soul and the joy from a game of football, and especially when it comes to European football. United don't qualify for the Champions League every year, and that's why it's so magical and actually so heartbreaking. You know, like this year when we, when we uh, bowed out from it. But it, it's so magical to know that Oli, I think, is creating something here at United. Um, something that could work something that could work towards a European title in years to come, right? But I think that this this idea of this league is it is gonna take that magic from us and take what we've been rebuilding and it's gonna stick it in the bin because this is not gonna mean half as much. A good title and like something to win and something to aspire for has to have a history and you know the, however many years that the champions league has been with us we it's it means so much and that's why it's the pinnacle of football it's because of its rich history because of so many teams have won it um and oh you want to be in with the big dogs and the big teams it, it, it's just a get out of jail free card for so many teams to just um, compete at that level and fight for this trophy that they've made up and just be like, ah, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll compete for this one instead. Sure, we'll boycott the Champions League. No one cares about that. That's completely false because everyone cares about the Champions League and do some people do care about the Europa League. You know, it, it's taken the heart out of this European um, football that we all know and love and it's making it into something and manufacturing it into something that, puts more money in uh, owners pockets that is all it is and that's where that's why i'm so heartbreaking heartbroken with this news and that really it's it's tearing the soul away from what we all know and love about football and the beautiful game well said ross at the end of the day right at the end of the day 
me looking forward to what's coming up, I'm more excited about the championship playoffs to see who gets promoted to the Premier League than I am about this European Super League. Because I want to see more who's going to be in the Premier League next season more than, oh, let's see if Man United can beat PSG. And I get what James is saying though, Ben. I do get what he's saying, that there is a higher level of competition and that you'll you'll get more views because it's, it's always bigger teams. But can I be honest? Do you not think that that novelty will eventually kind of run out and will just plateau back to the level that we're at now? Like, do you do you, you always think that these teams will have the pull that they do? Um, you, you think that um, we'll always be able to be like, oh, United and PSG's on the night. Oh, that, that's, that's the most important game of our season. And then you go, oh, well, next week we have Barcelona. Oh well, next week we have Chelsea. No, because then. the the likes of PSG could be your, well, hypothetically be like your your lesser game. So like the likes of your Arsenal at the start, your Tottenham, your Portos, your Leipzig are gonna be considered like the shit teams in the league, and then and then you know how you said it would just plateau. I think what will happen, um, if the Super League is to is to be here for the next few years. You'll see a lot more movement with players. Like I'm talking like four superstars joining one team and leaving the same team to join another. What do you like that, James? Four maybe is exaggerating. I think maybe like two or three a bit like how a bit Yeah. But no matter the no matter the number, do you like that? Do you want that? I don't know because I, I've not I'm I've not I've not witnessed I've not witnessed it yet. But I think do you want to see it? Hypothetically, do you want to see that? I think it could be interesting because it's a change. Why? Uh, it's a change. You know, like uh, it, um, Britain declaring war is Stop a change. Stop bringing it back to you the know, uh, war, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, Lads, I'm being deadly serious. Coronavirus is a change. was a change. You know, change is not always a good thing. So, so, so wh- why? Like, why do you want to see that change? Are you and I, I know I know. Sorry for our listeners, and I, I feel know, like maybe we're going in circles I, I, here. I, I, I feel more excited than I am like disappointed from the situation. To be honest, and I mean, and I don't mean to insult you again, but it's probably because you're an Arsenal fan. Like I, I, I genuinely mean that. Like you're you're bored of seeing Arsenal struggle against the likes of Leicester and West Ham and these lo- these no, what no cuz if anything it could be if anything it could be the opposite cuz we just get 10 straight losses in a row in the super league how's that going to be fun but i mean that's yeah, oh man and see the idea of not get, ever getting relegated imagine that you know imagine arsenal always at the bottom of the super league always at the bottom of the table so picture this then james right so so picture the scene right arsenal barely ever win in this Super League. Uh, and they're always creeping up down the bottom. And the Super League runs for five years. And you have never gotten above 10th. Do you not get bored of that? Or do, does that, that entertain you? That becomes a new process, no? Well, in the league, the challenge is, for example, Arsenal trying to break into the top four, right? Well, in the Super League, if we're always 10th, then the challenge for us would then be trying to break into the top six. Yeah, but the difference is that like the equivalent within the Premier League would be that if you were so bad that you were you were down around the bottom, you'd get relegated, and you wouldn't get as much money. But the difference is with the Super League. No, that no no no. 
it's not, don't get me wrong, the Super League isn't perfect. It's far, far, far from perfect. It's the de- the Super League, if you look up in, in, the, in the dictionary what the Super League means, it's called imperfection. It's just got imperfection written all over it. It's just absolute corruption. It needs to be binned off. And I'm very lucky that, and I, I love the fact that I support a second team, which is Bayer Leverkusen. Absolutely love those guys. And I've said before that I... I'm not ruling out boycotting my club if this is the way that we need to. If this is the way we're going to continue, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I would never rule that out um, because I just think that the direction that we're heading in, all about money, not really about football, and it's just not what I signed up for, and not why I watch football. And to be honest, James, I don't really know why you would want to. Watch that as your source of football. I really do. I don't understand it. Do, do you know what I find funny about this whole thing, though, is that uh, uh, the whole the whole thing about idea of oh the UEFA and FIFA oh they're so unethical they're, they're so corrupt. Uh, we need something new, and then this new thing is even more corrupt and even more unethical, and it's it's literally it's literally worse than UEFA. Like <laughs> it's actually hilarious that. They're like, oh, I think we need a new format. I think we need something new to be, to make it more exciting, and, and it's going to be less corrupt and and stuff. And then they literally just come out with this new thing that's the most corrupt thing I've seen in football for my my whole time being alive. I, I, I it's it's corrupt, but I don't th- like as an Arsenal fan, like witnessing like bloody Abramovich money coming to Chelsea. Arsenal built their stadium, etc operated under financial fair play rules planned for the next decades under financial fair play rules and then all of a sudden your your likes of PSG and Man City and Chelsea get a come with money and essentially ruin our plans our strategic plans for the next decades because for some reason UEFA allow these teams to not follow financial fair play rules or make adjustments specifically for them well, that that ruined that ruined it for Arsenal. Yeah, but then but then you're looking at like we said before, like West Ham and Leicester trying to break into top four to play these big teams to get that more money, so then they can maybe improve their facilities and get a better players. But then now that's just been ripped apart from them. So their potential plans for the next even five years has just been destroyed within twenty four hours. Do not do do not get that. No, it 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 is selfish to like the Super League. But at the same time, I'm like, UEFA, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah but would you not be more annoyed at uh, Florentino Perez for for doing this, just thinking that it's it's going to work? And it, like, like, like I've said, like, actually, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Perez is corrupt. I don't. The Super League isn't corrupt. Is there? It's not corrupt. The UEFA, it's not corrupt. It's just because it's there to make money doesn't mean it's corrupt. Corrupt means actually like breaking the regulations and bending the laws to suit a different club which is what UEFA have done for the likes of PSG with financial fair play what Perez what Perez has come up with here what the idea that he's generated is per, is completely acceptable no, this is bending the rules this is this is like favoring a certain number of clubs this is just doing it for this 15 yearly group of clubs and these five yeah but he he's come to you and said if you want to accept you can if you don't then yeah but don't. to me this is more corrupt than uefa because you're seeing how like uefa bending the rules 
it's not ethical. It's not. It's certainly not ethical. But it it's is. not corrupt. How is it not corrupt? Because you're you're talking about how corruption is when like you're bending the rules and you're favouring clubs. Coming to coming to the big six in England and telling them, oh, you're going to have to leave the UEFA competition. So yeah, in in, in response to that, uh, James, do you think Leicester were approached for this Super League in the same way we were? Do you think West Ham were approached in the same way we were? Do you think I don't any other uh, four of the fourteen teams below us? Do you think they were approached in the same way as the big six? Who knows? Maybe maybe it just wasn't for Bielsa at Leeds United. I'm only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But that but the, but the but the point is the point is if the likes of Tottenham and Chelsea didn't accept. So if you were a top six club, what the hell would you do? I I wouldn't. I I've told you that in in this podcast. Um, I. I mean, listen, I, I know that I'm standing out here in my moral high horse. I get all that, that I'm able to say this as a Man United fan. I can only speak as me. I can't speak as Ed Woodward or Joel Glazer. I, you know, I can't speak for these lads. But all I'm saying is you can't say that the Super League isn't corrupt. You can't say that it's entirely fair what they are doing here. And I think that's all. that's completely false. Um, but I mean, I, I know we'll agree to disagree and that's absolutely fine. It's great to have the discussion about it, but ultimately I just think that it's ridiculous that we are being forced into something that no one wants. I, can you, James, can you name me a fan other than yourself that wants the Super League? No, I've not seen any. Do you not think that's a wee bit of a coincidence? No, I would, do you know what, Ben? I I could just sit and imagine seeing Florentino Perez and Ed Woodward and then James just sitting in the in the audience and in, in a, a lonely <laughs> auditorium just being like, yes, love you, Perez, man. Love this up the Super League. You know, like, <laughs> genuinely, like, that, that's, you know, it's absolutely mental. Um, And I just, I just think it's ultimately a disgrace. I know we have to wrap up now, Um, but in conclusion... And the, the the listeners are probably tired of hearing my opinion on it, but I'm just going to round it off one last time, just a wee mini rant, if that's okay with you two. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I, I ultimately think COVID-19 has brought us so many challenges uh, and so many people have lost their jobs, um, have, been, have lost loved ones and have been affected so drastically. Football has been one of the crutches for so many um emotionally and 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 has a stabilizing effect on those who watch i believe that what these owners these corrupt owners are doing with this corrupt super league is tearing the heart out of why we watch football at all and i just think that um the creation of this super league is going to destroy football as we know it and it will be an entirely different game you're absolutely right this is change but i think it's change for the worse this is not going to work this will lead to more corruption and you can't fight corruption with more corruption nothing will get done and nothing will be done because of that so to me it's just power hungry money hungry owners doing what they do best putting money first and football second con- con- just again lastly contrary to what you said about loved ones and the, and the pandemic etc etc losing loved ones there'll be like a, an Arsenal fan on their deathbed right now who, who get to watch their team play against Real Madrid one last time you see you can't really argue with that I mean that's, that's a very sad point and that's grand but Objectively, not looking at the poor soul who's on their deathbed, um, do they deserve to be facing the top clubs? Absolutely not. 
because they are a tin pot club who uh, will. <laughs> are all, I don't even know why they're in the big six. I mean, um, he's had one season where he's were undefeated. We're the, we're that the, is your history. The third biggest club, that, club in England. Mate, your history is having one season where you were undefeated. How can you have a? How can you have a go at Arsenal for being considered top six? Top six club when Tottenham are. Hi, hey, I'm not even arguing with Tottenham. I mean, you have a right to be uh, in the t- top big six more than them, arguably because you actually have won titles. Do you, that's fair enough. <laughs> Very proud of love it. But at the same time, you, you're you're not like you haven't played like a big six club this season. You're absolute mid table mentality and. For you to get a get out of jail free card to be able to play Bayern Munich and all these big teams when Leicester deserve it more, when West Ham deserve it more, Look, it's just ultimate. The the Super League is is selfish. The Super League is selfish, right? Um, is today's episode has been a very interesting um, discussion. Look, if what you what if what Super League considered were the top six teams to be invited to the Super League were like, um. Um, United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, and Leicester, and then Arsenal got le- got left out. Would I be pissed? Of course I would. I wouldn't. I but this this is the this is the thing with me. I'd rather not be in it. I would genuinely rather be out of it, be able to play within the Champions League and miss out on all those big games. I genuinely mean that. Um, because I I do not want to associate myself with this absolute corruption. And so knowing that other funding members and other uh, clubs stay in the Super League and then all of a sudden United's announced that they have now decided to opt out and they were the only team to do so but then all the other big clubs are banned from UEFA and banned from their domestic leagues would Absolutely. you be happy with them? Well, would I be happy about all other clubs getting banned? No because that's taken away our, my competition but would I be happy that United aren't banned? Yes absolutely and would I be happy that we'd actually get to play in a league that is as we know it and that is, and, and I don't see the need for this change, just playing the way we normally play and in the same league? Absolutely. 100%. And then playing like Malaga in the Champions League final? United can be the top club, in, well we already are the best club in the world, but um, just establish ourselves as the best club in the world again. It's obviously not the preferred option, James. But would I take it? Absolutely. You're asking me. You're asking me here. Would I rather all clubs be banned or all clubs be banned except United? I mean, I think that's a bit of an obvious choice, don't you think? No, I I see where you're coming from. Uh, that you'd be happy with that decision if but United. I I, I should out. we we shouldn't have had to talk about this in our podcast today. We, you know this this subject matter has been born and bred through absolute corruption and greed of owners from our clubs and from others. And ultimately, it just shows you that money talks and that it's it's money first and football second, and it's just a disgrace. Yeah, well, this is the this is the time for, uh, even though it's not in, in a good taste, but this is the time for uh, all fans from every club to, to come together to, to boycott this and to, to get this stopped. Because, you know, as... as uh, a few managers have said, and, and I know it's around uh, on Old Trafford at the moment with Sir Matt Budsby saying that football without the fans is, is nothing, and uh, no no fan. That okay, I know I know James is is kind of like the idea of it, but maybe not this product itself. But most fans around the world or around Europe for these clubs do not want this competition to happen. So 
they'll just lose support uh, for this competition. Uh, like the met, I think mental health could be a big factor coming from this with with potential <laughs> clubs being ruined uh, with with this competition. Some fans who grew up loving the game, thinking it's just been ripped from them. Like the mental health aspect from this could be huge, and, and that that will be very devastating to see if if suicidal rates do go right. up just, um, just from this. You know, that's such an important thing that it probably won't get as. I wonder who they who they're gonna get to commentate the games because a lot of the pundits in that are are against the idea. Well, listen, that's, I think that's a discussion for another day. We, we'd just be speculating at this point. But going back to what Ben said there about mental health, that is a really important issue that I think we need to pay more attention to and pay heed to. Um, you know, And I just think that this isn't doing anything to help anyone other than the owners. Like it's, As you said yourself rightly, James, it is very selfish um, and puts their needs before anyone else's, which I think is how United have been run since the Glazers came in. And it's just now that we're seeing this spread all over the news about how much, like, all fans can see it now. Like, fans before might not have noticed it as much and, not you know, casual fans might not have paid much attention to it. But je- definitely, you know, you will find out how greedy and how poorly run this football club is. Um, can't really speak for Arsenal, but it's definitely United. Do you th- just on a final note? Do you think the boycotting is gonna work? No. I think I think the f- I I think the first Super League game is gonna have like the most viewership. Uh, well, your general question about will will boycotting each club work? No, like there will be fans of each club that will support them during the Super League, and they will get the money, and it will continue. But that's why I'm sad because it won't work. All I can do is hope and pray that. Um, there's something that we can do, organise a compromise and get the Premier League and have it function in the way it always has been. Um, you know, and I just hope that can continue. But I'm just... I'm. It's the little things like, you know, how you can pay extra for your shirts to get like a Premier League badge on it. It's not going to be like a Super League badge. I, I, I don't... I, it's so confusing. But at the same time, I'm not surprised that the owners greed and ultimate selfishness and just hope we can rectify it in some way okay um on that note that has been us on the football draft podcast it's mainly talking about the super league um unfortunately me me and ben were right james was wrong um (laughs) Um, if i remember i'll cut that out (laughs) (laughs) I'm i'm only kidding um but yeah to any of those that were expecting maybe something a bit different or go- us going over the games, uh, we feel like this was too important to, to not dedicate an episode to it. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, Yeah, just uh, always be sure to look out for new episodes on our usual platforms of YouTube, Spotify and iTunes. And we'll make sure to have uh, good discussions like this again. And But next week, I think we'll be able to cover the games. But like we said, this is too important that we just couldn't... Uh, Uh, missed this opportunity to talk about this but yeah thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next time see you guys later